subscribe on iTunes at Toddcast Podcast. Okay, so uh, yeah, so now that I know your life story, let's do it all over again. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, as, as soon as you, uh, as soon as you, you know, from my end, as soon as you push stop, it starts dumping down the record and it didn't do it. I was like, what is going on here? Oh my God. Yeah. So, yeah. So we'll, so we'll try this all over again here. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you again for, for jumping on the Toddcast here in Vancouver. Um, How how are, and we actually never really touched on this. How are (laughs) you dealing with COVID? How is your world? And, you know, on the other side of the planet, how's everything in your world in that regard? Well, if I have to be honest, you know, uh, first of all, um, my my family or someone who's really close to me didn't affect by COVID yet. One, two, three. Right. But uh, so in my close circle, I, I don't know anyone who is affected by COVID. Uh, the most, so that's, you know, that's why I'm really happy about that. Everyone is still healthy and I not have everyone or anyone really close to me that's really affected by the disease. But so that's that's the first one that I'm really happy about. So it's not really that it like that scares me off or it, it scares me off, but it's not like it's hurting me inside because no one around me is still is still is still healthy. So right. first of all, that I'm really happy about. But if I see how the world is changing and how I see like I have friends with businesses and you know, like that part is really hard because I'm confused because that's how I see how people is are really hurting, you know, like their business is closed, uh, no customers, um, like the, 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 the financial things is really, really uh, difficult for those people. So that's what I see. Okay, COVID is really like hard for, for, for people and for this world right now. So, yeah, yeah but, but, if I have to be honest for my personal life, I'm still training. If I cannot train inside, I train outside. That's something that I, that really learns me because in the beginning, I don't love to, to go into training cold or training outside. But now COVID really learns me that I can train outside. And actually, I really love it now outside. So, yeah, personally, it's not really affected me, but how I see how it affects the world that is something that that really like hurting me. So right, and that's something that you have to deal with, like the COVID protocols and the 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 pandemic, uh, you know, whatever the rules. Let's say that's something that uh, you know, as a fighter for for Bellator MMA, that's something that you know. How long are you? Were you quarantined again? You said it was three days, and yeah, three days in in the hotel room. Yeah, yeah, yeah for before the fight. Yeah. Right. And that last fight, I was saying, you know, don't blink because, uh, you know, it's over in a liter- literally matter of a second. So, uh, and so, and so let maybe talk about that again, because uh, I thought that was an interesting part of the conversation we literally just had. Um, but talk about, uh, again, about, you know, watching uh, your opponents and like how much tape do you watch prior and like getting your, you don't want to watch too much because you almost get yourself psyched out for it, right? <laughs> well, it's funny because um, if I fight an opponent, I know just, I just watch everything that she do, you know, like in the fight. And also with my, my trainer, Bob Schreiber, we have like our plan is really like focus on any fighter. But 
in that fight, I already know what she's gonna do, how she's gonna stand, what how she how she acts about that thing or that thing. So I just really focus on my opponent. So if I fight someone, I'm just like I'm going inside their mind. You know, I know that so they, them so really good that I think that they don't even know that. But yeah. that's why I see everything coming in the fight. You know, if, if she's doing that, I see it coming because I already see it in my mind before. So that's also something about my mental part. You know, now I'm so calm and I'm so relaxed that I just see everything coming, you know. So that's why I don't scared or I'm not surprised in the cage or in the ring what someone is doing because I already know that. So, yeah, that's also something about the mental part, you know, like going in that situation and you recognize the situation and how you can participate on the situation and you see how uh, how my four fights, uh, my last four fights are going. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, the interesting thing that you'd mentioned uh, previous was, you know, that it wasn't necessarily like, yeah, it, it, it was Kate Jackson that you were fighting the last time, but ultimately you weren't preparing for her specifically. It was more of just like a well-roundedness and you're ready to, to fight. Yes. Yeah, that was it. And that's the funny thing because that's exactly that combination what I throw on, on Kate Jackson. That was the, the, the right combination that me and my trainer, Bob Schreiber, we trained for hours. So exactly that combination, that was the right combination that was going in the cage and it works. And that was the same with, with uh, Williams. That was the same with uh, the Turkish girl. Um, you know, every, every combination that I threw there, that was the second combination with like what I train off. So yeah, that's that's the good and the confidence gonna build because you're gonna see, hey, this really works, you know, our plan works. And we continue with the plan, not exactly with the right, the exactly same combinations, but my trainer Bob Schreiber, he has a plan for me and everything that he say that works. So we continue with a plan and I just follow his instructions and I know that it's going to be all right and it's going to bring the best MMA fighter in me. So I believe every word that he said, and I believe also that he's going to make me a champion in MMA. Right. And uh, we're mentioning that you're tied, I think is it three or four other fighters in Bellator where uh, the four, uh, four fight uh, streak. And it was saying, you know, that must feel really nice. Um, when will you find out your next fight? Like how much time so, will you have to prepare for something like that? Um, well, I'm, I'm already in preparation. I'm all, I'm always in fight camp. So even if I have a call and you can have, you can fight next week, I am ready. You know, that's oh. something that I'm really strict in. I'm always in training. So that's why if they come in with a less option, also sometimes in kickboxing before I had like, Two days, do you want to fight? Someone is canceled. Can you? Of course I can fight because I always train. So my fight camp starts like eight weeks. But if I have to fight like next week, I'm also ready because I'm oh. always in training. Right, right. Okay, interesting. And I, I mentioned that I don't even know if I want to try to get to where we were before with the uh, where I said uh, <laughs> Uh, what's the most you've been hurt in a fight? And I was expecting you to say like, oh, somebody broke my arm or, you know, I, I thought it was <laughs> Something like that, yeah. but uh, you know, maybe if you could quickly glance over what you had said, <laughs> uh, you know, it was a, it was a really, it was an interesting um, 
perspective. It was something that I was not expecting from you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, you know, in fighting, because you, you give everything you have in a fight camp or in training in your whole life, you know, this fight is not for a fight camp, but it's just a, a life tradition. You know, I, I wake up and I train, I develop myself more as a fighter, as an MMA fighter, and there's a lot of work to do. So every day that I live, I live for my dream. And if you're going in a fight and even if you get hurt with a bruise or an eye cut or something, or even broke your bones, but the worst part of fighting and I think of fighting in every competition is losing, you know, the emotional part, like the physical part is really like um, you, you get over it, but inside that part is really, really like hurting a lot, you know? And right. that's why I'm saying like, if I, if I fight and I lose after that, that mental part is really hard. Mm, interesting. Now, it, it, it's almost like it eats away at you. It, like, are there fights that you felt you should have won that you lost? Or do you go into every single fight going like, I'm going to win? Yeah. If, if I fight someone, I for thousand percent, I have like the... The, the mindset that I'm going to win. But the funniest part is that uh, with my first MMA fight in Bellator, I fight um, after my win for the world title uh, kickboxing, um, Bellator asked me, uh, are you able to fight also an MMA fight? Because now you win from everyone in the kickbox division. We don't have any opponents yet. So do you want to go to MMA? But the funniest part is that um, three years before, I did an MMA fight. And that MMA fight, I was still doing kickboxing. And I thought, okay, I do judo, so I can do also an MMA fight. And I did the MMA fight, and I lost. But, but really, with a strange arm bar in a stand-up position, it was, like, crazy. And... Um, after that, I told myself, because I was, I, it was not that I take it easy on it, but I thought, oh, I was winning everything with kickboxing. I had black belt judo. So I thought at that time, I can, I can do also an MMA fight, you know. Mm -hmm. But then it gets like worse because then I go in there, I'm standing against a Brazilian girl and she was really like on the ground, really good. And so I think I underestimate the sport. Because I'm standing there and I think I'm just going to fight my kickboxing thing, you know. And then I got in an in a arm bar, really, really like tight. And I have to tap. And after that, that was like, I think 2015, that was like five years from now. Mm -hmm. And uh, after that fight, after the MMA fight, I say to myself, I'm never, ever going to do MMA again. <laughs> oh, I'm really? not I, this is not my thing I thought I can do it but I couldn't and I lost and I that loss that was also the emotional pain that I had because you know in my face or something I don't care but in inside you know you get so so hurt that it's like that's the worst pain you can ever have and even that that pain caused me that I was like bandit MMA in my life forever you know so then I started kickboxing again and then I start with with uh, Bellator kickboxing 
And I win and I win again a world title and then again. And then after, so from, I think, two or three years from that fight that I lost, Bellator asked me, would you want to fight an MMA fight? Mm. And that first thought that I was thinking about, because I was like totally banded MMA in my life, I was thinking, okay, how can I, okay, what, can I really do this again, MMA? You know, I, I don't know if I'm really good at it. So I trained, but in the back of my mind, I still had that fight, that first fight. So I was like confident, but not really like the confidence that I always have. Right. And in that fight, it was in Israel against Jessica Middleton and uh, the, the fight for Bellator MMA. And the crowd was like, boom. And Jessica Middleton was also a really good fighter. You know, she was really good in the stand-up. And she had also like the, the purple belt in BAA. So I thought, okay, that was really like my mind was there so focused about other side can i do this and the other side you have to do this so that was a confusing part the mental issue but you know that was what when my husband has he he saw in my face before we walked into the cage he saw my face from hey you're not like denise that i used to mm -hmm. know you know he, mm -hmm. he because then the the, the little the little thoughts in my mind came, hey, think about the first MMA fight that you fought, you lost, you cannot do this, you cannot right. do this, you know, and then you get smaller, smaller, and I was already standing on the catwalk, and then uh, my husband told me, wake up, you know, this is your dream, this, you want this, you're standing here, look at the crowd, look at the cage, this is your dream, don't think about the past, think about what you are doing now. So he's just giving me that that wake up call and I'm walking on the catwalk and I'm thinking, yeah, what the hell am I thinking about? Oh, you know, snap out of it. No, this is I'm not going to lose. And then after that fight, you know, uh, I think I was never, ever so happy in my life before than that fight, because just like 10 minutes before the fight, I was thinking, hey, can I really do this? And then after that, because I won in 30 seconds. I won with an arm bar. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that was something, you know, that I was so happy that you, like, you you win from your mind, you know. It's not the win from Jessica Milton or the win in the fight, but that was really like a victory for my mind because 10 minutes ago I was thinking about losing and now I'm standing here dancing and celebrate my win, you know. So how crazy a mind can change like the whole situation, the whole direction. But right. after that fight, I knew, okay, this is what I want to be the champion in. And I still have that thousand percent focus still yeah. right now. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and how much do you credit? Cause you were mentioning that you put, uh, that your dad had put you into judo at nine. Yes. How much do you credit him for where you are? Everything, everything that um, I think that um, if my dad was not uh, not here, that I'm not um, sitting here, I think, with this with this whole dream. Mm -hmm. He um, he is um, he he did, you know, so many now that I'm older, I'm thinking about, um, uh, wow, that every 
Saturday really early in the morning going with me to judo competitions all over the country, driving with me to the training every day, you know, also for him because I'm now right now at this point where I'm standing all because of him because mm-hmm. at nine years and you have such a like support from your parents and especially my dad because he was really dedicated. He he bring me to every training, uh, to all over. The, it doesn't matter where the training were or how long he has to drive. He just drove with me all, all over the mm. whole place, you know. Dedicated. So really dedicated. And I think that if he wasn't there, that that I'm not also wasn't also not here. <laughs> right. And and when when do you think? parents should enroll kids because at nine like nine's pretty old not old but like old ish yeah uh when do you think that parents should think about enrolling into martial arts i think that um like especially judo you know i think that martial arts is really really like important for every child you know because it's not that you have to become a fighter but about your self-aware martial arts really learns you how to respect others how to develop yourself how to make you stronger give you confidence and i think there is no other sport that can build that all that points in your mind and i think as a child for every child in the whole world it's really important that you have the self-aware that you can defend yourself and you have like the the confidence to do something with your own power you know i mean power is in your heart in yourself and not with weapons or with guns or something but you have power you have the power in yourself and that's on your own body and i think if you learn children that their self-aware and the respect for others, because that's also something important in martial art that you learn to respect others. And I think if every child, like I think with judo, you can start with four years. And wow. if you if you just learn at four years old and you can already learn, you know, all the self-aware that I think you can have like a whole nother humankind. If every man or every woman or what else just know about martial arts? It's going to be a whole different world. And Interesting. Uh, I, I do want to get outside of uh, uh, fighting again and what you're known for, but this one will be real fast. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to I get out of you uh, the three albums that you would need if you're stuck on a deserted island. <laughs> okay. The, the albums, do you mean like the, the music? Yeah, like, the, okay. what are the three albums that you need? Okay, first of all, I need, um, I think, uh, just my roots. I need some salsa or merengue, so I love, like, Prince Royce. Right. Or just, like, the, because I think Spanish music is really, like, make you happy. And then I have my emotional part that's going to be, like, the typical Dutch music, so, like, Andre Hazes. And then the third one, it's really the part of um, just thinking about nothing, just going there, train, and that's like Latin house and house music. <laughs> Interesting. So, so it, you're, you're taking a little bit from your mom with the salsa, yes. taking a little yeah. bit of your dad with the uh, traditional yeah. uh, Dutch music, yes. and then you like yes. that. And what was? What did you say? I can't remember what you said your first concert was. 
my first concert was also Prince Royce. Yes, that right. was uh, ten right. years ago. Yeah, the Latin, uh, the Latin Spanish uh, singer yeah. uh, Prince Royce. He was in Amsterdam, and I'm going to his concert. That was pretty nice. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> um, whatever. There was one thing that I wanted. To, oh, what was the? What's your favorite app on your phone? Asked me that the other day and I was like wow that's an interesting question yeah but that's a really interesting question because you have so much app and now everyone is like the phone is their life so totally. it's crazy <laughs> but I think uh yeah I think whatsapp yeah the, What's first, the first thing that I that I uh like if I put on my phone I'm uh I'm I'm watching my whatsapp uh, messages yes right and what which uh platform are you more active on like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter? Um, Twitter, I have to be honest, is not really that I'm really active on, but I love my Facebook, my like partner, and I love uh, my Instagram. Yeah, that's the, the, the two things that I'm most active on. Right. And you're yeah. saying you guys are working on a website. Would you think yes, you'll have that? I'm working on the website. Yeah. This uh, this year is going to be a website also, and this year is going to be a, a, a lot of good things that are coming. So I'm uh, I'm really uh, really excited for all of that that's coming. Yeah, title fight's got to be up there. Like that's got to be. Yeah, that's in my. I yeah. think I deserve it. You know, if I look at the, you know, I don't want to like um, put myself in front of anyone, but I really deserve that fight. You know, and I think that. That if I have to be honest, that every there's no other girl in that in my division in Bellator that right now is gonna have the the, the, the skills to fight against Julia Pelana, you know, and uh, Velasquez, sorry. And uh, I think I have the skills, and I already been through that. Uh, I know she's big, she know she's a southpaw, and she's really good. But I already been through all that, so I think that I'm I will be the the best next challenger for her. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what's been your career highlight thus far? Uh, that far is like everything that I accomplish in my career is, is a highlight, you know, and everything that I accomplish from my judo to kickboxing to this MMA fight, everything that I accomplish is like my highlight. And I'm thinking in, in the worst times from, okay, why am I doing this? exactly for all those victories that I have made and that's why I'm thinking like the the MMA because going from judo to kickboxing now in MMA like the MMA title fight and the MMA title is really the crown of my whole career so every hour every minute that I just spent in my whole life in martial arts that MMA world title fight is the crown for everything of that so like all building to that point yes 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 yeah. I think like if I'm doing I did judo I did kickboxing but MMA is really like the typical thing of everything that comes together and all those different disciplines come come together in the cage and to be the champion in that, I think you are just like the champion in everything in martial arts. Everything that martial arts stands for, you are the champion of it because everything comes in that cage, you know. So that's my ultimate goal to have like 
that that red belt hanging here in Amsterdam on my wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for you. Next thank, to my blue belt. <laughs> thank you again for for taking some more time out of your day to. Thank you. Wanna, no like, problem. How how embarrassing to have to <laughs> come back on and do this again. Yeah. Uh, again, you're you're very easy to find online. Simply your name on uh, on yeah. Twitter and uh, at Miss Dynamite on Instagram. Soon yes. to launch the website. Soon to place the red beside the blue. Um, yes. Thank you again for um, for taking some time and uh, and have a great day. Thank you for you the same. Good okay. night. The Toddcast Podcast on ToddHancock.ca.